You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about duran duran rio in the room i have rob hey what's up dan hello solange hi and on the line i have kyle hey now woo <laughs> rio is the second studio album by english band duran duran released originally released worldwide on the 10th of may 1982 the producer was colin thurston and the genre is new wave and rock pop i'm going to read from all music re- review ned raggart from its Nagel cover to its haircut and overall design, Rio is as representative of the 80s as it gets. The original Duran Duran high point and just as likely the band as a whole. Its fusion of style and substance ensures that even two decades after its release, it remains as a listenable and danceable as ever. The quintet integrates its sound near perfection throughout. The John and Roger Taylor rhythm section provide both driving propulsion and subtle pacing. For the latter, Consider the lush, semi-tropical sway of Save a Prayer or the closing paranoid creep of The Chauffeur. Uh, A descendant of Roxy Music's equally affecting darker groove, The Bogus Man. Andy Taylor's muscular riff provides fine rock crunch throughout. Rhodes' synth wash adds perfect sheen. And Le Bon tops it off with sometimes overly cryptic lyrics that still always sound just out fine in context, courtesy of his strong delivery. Rio's two biggest smash burst open the door in America for the new romantic synth rock crossover. Hungry Like the Wolf blended a tight guitar-heavy groove with electric production and a series of instant hooks, while the title track was even more anthemic, with a great sax break from guest Andy Hamilton adding to the soaring atmosphere. Lesser known cuts like Lonely in Your Nightmare and The Last Chance on the Stairway still have pop thrills aplenty while Hold Back the Rain is a sleeper hit on Rio. An invigorating blast of feedback, keyboards, and a beat that doesn't let up. From start to finish, a great album that has outlasted its era. All right, what do we think of Duran Duran Rio? Fucking love it. This is great record. This is my jam. Yeah, it's a yes. lot of fun. Yeah, I can't. I can't hate on Rio. I always hesitate with Duran Duran. This is a good album, though. Mm-hmm. This is a very good album. I know what you mean because I a few years ago, really wanted to listen to this album again. Because a few years ago, I was like, "Yeah, Hungry Like the Wolf, Rio, Wild Boys." Um, what is the song uh, where it's the lizard lady in the desert? Y'all know what I'm talking about. What is that song? Union of the Snake. Yeah, Union of the Snake. Like, oh, uh, Girls on Film. I'm like, yeah, their hits rule. And then I would like listen to an album. And I'm like, I'm not feeling this. And Rio was one of those. So when I re-listened to it yesterday, I was like, what am I even 
thinking? What is wrong with me? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's hard to quantify because I had the same, I dove into it today and I had the same reaction to the police, right? Yeah. It's like they're really good songwriters and it, it's really catchy and there's just something about, uh, I had this problem with Chic. Mm. It's like polish in this sheen and repetitive like hooks. Something about it kind of turns me slightly away that it's like I have to get over my own, like I think about it too much, yeah. I think. It's yeah. like I need to just relax and have a good time with something like Rio. But I do have a problem with songs like Hold Back the Rain, where it just keeps repeating the chorus over and over and over and over. And by the fourth or fifth time of doing the chorus, I'm like, guys, we need to move on. You're supposed to be dancing. Right? I know. That's the thing. It's like chic. It's like the lyrics don't they don't have to be so involved you can just have a good time with it but some of my favorites are you know like the chauffeur that was something Mm -hmm. i had really one of my favorite songs of all time man yeah like period that's like hands down one of my favorite songs ever written um but the tones like their production the whole band is tight it's great Mm -hmm. yeah how come three out of five members of this band have the same last name (laughs) but none of them are related what the Taylors? The, what, they're <laughs> from the what's same. What's up with that? <laughs> aren't they from the same small city where they're, everyone was Taylors? They're from Birmingham, I think. Okay, everyone was Taylors. All right, it's a city of Taylors. <laughs> I think it's a city of steel workers. Well, I just yeah, <laughs> I, I kept reading that and been like, surely they're brothers. Um, no, cause, cause, they all yeah. joined the band at like different times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe it's a performance art thing. Maybe they'll eventually kick out Simon LeBon and replace him with another Taylor. <laughs> James That's, Taylor. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's their long time. Tim the Cool Man Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really impressed with uh, just in the context of the book, like 1982, man, this is a, a like a pop gem. Yeah. It really, it does feel like the all the amalgamation of all those different um, romantic albums. And then it's like pop yeah. Pop, pop, pop. And you woke up on a yacht. I I never got like the the only thing I get from a yacht is because they're on one. the video. Yeah, mm. I never got the. And there's references to dancing on the sand. Okay, okay. So it's a little exotic. Except Rio means river. Like, and you don't really put a yacht on a river all the time. You can so. put a yacht wherever you want. I mean, as long as it's wet, could I guess? <laughs> yeah, you're my super yacht on the Ohio, like eighteen room. <laughs> oh, the 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 Rio Ohio. The Rio, <laughs> just through that dusty land. I, well, I see wrong. what you mean, though, with like the pop. It's the encapsulation of like new wave with the pop. Because like I don't remember when I remember, was looking through the list, I don't remember seeing like Men Without Hats or like Flock of Seagulls or like anything like that. So it's like it really almost sounds like this is a really good indicator. We've talked a lot about this. Um, you know, what's a good indicator of a particular genre of music that can be really demonstrative of like a particular genre? And I think like Rio really hits what you would find if you were to like thousands of years later, dig up this book and be like, what was American music or American music? What was music like, um, you know, back then, this would be a really good indicator of what new wave as a whole and all of that would have been like. Everything about this album from the way it sounds to the imagery to the videos is absolutely carbon stamped 1982. This is like the most 1982 thing. I mean, this was 
this defined the 1980s in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, you know, the only thing that could have, like, made it even more so was, like, some pastel, like, neon lights on the uh, on the album cover itself. But the fucking Nagel there. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Like. Don't you have some Nagel prints, Rob? I do have a few Nagel prints. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that inspired all of the... Uh, all of the great clips uh, yeah, artwork the, on the walls. When you, when you can look at the hair salon pictures to choose your style, thank, thankfully Patrick Nagel inspired all, all, all of your angular haircuts. Yeah, and that dude, he he didn't last very long at all. Like, he was a... He, he died of, like, brain cancer at 32, maybe? Like, oh, his, wow. His, yeah, he was, he was super young when he died. Um, but, but, yeah, but, like, that style, absolutely. Like, that's, yeah. that is the 1980s. He was prolific while he worked. Yeah. Yeah, the the album itself um, has aged incredibly well. It's been we're pushing four decades now, and this still sounds fresh. the uh, The keyboard stuff doesn't sound stupid and dated, mm. like no. which no, no, no. you can't say that for a majority of nineteen eighties. Uh, oh yeah, nineteen eighties music. The sequenced uh, notes on there on a few songs. I read. It, it, is it really just like randomized in like C sharp major? Yeah, that's cool. Like, because sometimes when everything drops out and it's just that sequencer going, like, right before the chorus, those random notes make a cool little melody. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's neat. They do that on a few songs, I feel, on this album. Like, they, once they figured out that trick, they're like, we should do that a few times. Definitely. There was a nice uh, guitar callback to Hungry Like the Wolf in uh, Hold Back the Rain, which, uh, which mm-hmm. I liked. Yeah, I, I, I just want to gush all over... Uh. Durand this ridiculously great record. I, I did do the Folgers Challenge uh, for people who, for whatever reason, listen to this podcast. Uh, I, I I shat on hard uh, Japan. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I took a full-on dump on that record. And uh, I did the Folgers Challenge, listen to this one, listen to that one back to back. And I was a little mean. <laughs> I, I would still rather listen to this, but I, it, it did not deserve my ire. I just really wanted to listen to this record. Speaking and, of Japan, uh, particularly their bass player, Mick Karn, did you hear the fretless bass on track three, Lonely in Your Nightmare? Mm-hmm. Is that Nick? Well, no, but that was, oh. that was his thing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that was, like... Part of what gave Japan their sound, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. already, like Duran Duran already kind of is drawing from Japan, and then also incorporating that fretless bass. Like, come on, it's a, well, <laughs> I, I've got a star next to "Lonely in Your Nightmare." I thought it was a cool track. Me too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like that. Yeah, one too. I have stars all over this place. I've yeah, got a lot of stars in this one. I had never noticed before this week how much the guitar riff in "Hungry Like the Wolf" is like a Mark Boland T Rex riff. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Yeah, it's a little boogie. Yeah. yeah. A little cosmic boogie. What do you think, Kyle? I haven't heard much from you. Um, yeah, at this record, I think Rob and I, I think we both got into this record around the same time. Yeah. I remember listening to this record constantly when I was like 20. So it was great to put back on. As you guys said, it's it's timeless. It's a good time. It's got some dark, you know, kind of, it's like new religion has that super sinister synth. Save a Prayer, a huge hit in the UK. I don't know how well it did here. Um, I had that never song heard that song before I heard the, the album. I, I loved yeah, Save a Prayer, Yeah, me neither. I specifically wrote that that synth line is, like, fucking awesome. In fact, I actually just wrote fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save a Prayer is, art, is awesome. Like, it's dark, it's melancholy. It's mm-hmm. uh, And then that with the chauffeur, like, right after it. I and mean, that's yeah. how you end a record. Yeah, yeah like, good ending yeah. for a record. They really good sequencing, good too. Definitely yeah. good sequencing. Uh, hungry yeah. Like the Wolf at number four, Rio starting it off. I mean, 
it's it's really hard to d- deny this album. It, it's just like just yeah. It, it is yeah, the, when they were uh, you know touring on this, they opened with Rio, just like just like the record, just ripped straight into it, like, and it's perfect. I watched it actually twice in one week recently and yeah, it's hot garbage. And, uh, Duran Duran is the scientist that she sent to go find on like the horny planet. And like, <laughs> I remember correctly, is he the scientist that puts her in the sex machine to like try to kill her with pleasure? I, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the name of the bad guy sort of. That's awesome. That's great, that makes it a great big yeah. name. You guys should watch Barbarella if you haven't seen it. It's ridiculous. I thought it was really interesting too when they first were starting and they did girls on film and it was supposed to be you know rated nc-17 or x like it was supposed to be an adult they were just gonna play video on like tv screens and nightclubs like it wasn't supposed to get like like broadcast no so they had to heavy edit all that but you can tell i mean i I went back and i was like wait that that video i don't really remember it but yeah there's people in like thongs and like all sorts of like kind of kinky stuff or whatever but i was just so surprised like oh before MTV before music videos, they were still pushing the video genre, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were going it, they, for. They were that. making film. Like exactly. they, they were making films. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like the cheapy, uh, you know, V eight like video recorder stuff. Like they were full on shooting on thirty five millimeter. Yeah, well, if the like, song's girls on film, yep. you got to use film. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, they they just kind of saw what uh they saw a non-stop erotic cabaret with the sex mm-hmm. dwarf and like all right i see you one here's some one-upsmanship they're like take some notes they were yeah. still like they, they filmed on film for girls on film and they they liked filming on film sort of video so filmically they, with they film? they continued to use film sort of video for this album on rio they were filming with film and there were shots that they wanted to get but they couldn't get because they ran out of they literally ran out of mm-hmm. film. And the scene of uh, Andy Hamilton, the sax player, on the mountaintop just ripping a saxophone solo, they borrowed another tourist's camera to be like, oh, wow. like, hey, can we just film this real quick and buy that film wow. from you? And yeah. Yeah. So that, that footage, it's like it's just a shot during the sax solo of him on a mountaintop. That explains so much about their <laughs> videos. Because like Wild Boys, like that mm-hmm. video is Wild! That video is crazy. Like, Sutton Lebon like almost died during the oh, making of that video. Are st- you? Oh, no way! I'm not shocked by that. Like this fucking Thunderdome Benji chord bullshit. Like, oh my god! I'm not surprised. I love died. that Motley Crue was dressing 
the the part of all the Mad Max stuff right around when that yeah. video came out. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure you guys, we, we all read the same shit, but uh, Russell uh, Mulcahy, the uh, director of Rio and Hungry Like the Wolf, do you know what else he's known for? What's that? It's a little uh, documentary film that was filmed in real time called The Highlander. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. That's awesome. It's kind of obvious when you see it. Oh, too. it's 100% <laughs> obvious when you see Hungry it. Hungry Like the Wolf video is awesome. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. It's fucking rad. Indiana LeBon. <laughs> Did you guys watch the uh, video for The Chauffeur? I did yes. not. Yes. Yeah. Uh, both time. of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, it... it it's uh, a it, it, it's topless models dancing in the parking lot. It's fucking rules. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the guy who directed that is named Ian uh, Eames. He did a lot of uh, stage direction for Pink Floyd and a whole bunch of okay. like uh, other bands. Mm. Uh, but the, <laughs> the best one was uh, there was a made-for-TV movie like called The Munster Scary Christmas. He, <laughs> he directed that. <laughs> Very cool. Back in the nineties. Uh, um, also, on top of that, like this is like uh, this is peak new romanticism, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they had already ditched the concept of like frills and dressing like a bunch of fucking pirates. These guys <laughs> at this point were just decked out in like custom designer shit. And look mm-hmm. fucking rad. They, they, so they considered cool. themselves a dance band at this point. Right? Yeah. Music yeah. to uh, dance to the end of the world by or something like that. Mm. Yeah, they wanted to be the band that you would dance to when the bomb When the dropped, bomb dropped, yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, I like kind of would, you know? <laughs> I used to watch uh, on Pluto, they have like blocks of music videos by artists. And uh, they'll intersperse, dur- like the Duran Duran blocks, they'll intersperse... Um, live videos of theirs like wild boys has two versions there's the insane thunderdome one and then there's uh this like one where they it almost looks like they're doing trl but it's like way before trl and they look amazing everyone's like crowded around them and it is like such a solid like live video usually live music to me i'm like ew i don't want to listen to that but they really deliver on it you know because i just i don't know what like i said it's like duran duran their hits like fuck to me they're so good and then, like, I would listen to other things, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And now I'm back at it. I'm like, they're so good. They're awesome. What yeah. am I missing with my life? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I can't tell you how important this record is to me as a, just as an individual. Like, it, it, it's one of the ones that's stuck. Yeah. That can continue to stick. And so, like, I, I'm coming from a very biased perspective. Yeah. I'm just glad to hear that. Rob, I was thinking, like, just because we've, we've been listening to this record for at least 20 years, um, you know, side to side. If this record was just, you know, another, you know, one out of the four records that we do, that's, you know, another new wave record. If you heard this for the first time, do you think these songs would stick with you? 100%. I think so. I think they would. They're so, they're so good at what they do. The craftsmanship of composing these songs, I think is pretty on point. I mean, just from the fact that we've listened to Simple Minds, ABC, like all these other bands around the same time, Japan, um, you know, we're getting, we're, we're able to compare it to everything that's sort of come before it. And I think it still holds up really strongly. And most of that is just the playing. I mean, the composition, I will say the lyrics are a little, uh, I, I'm less impressed with some of the sure. lyricism. And like I said before, the repetition on some of the songs, they could be a little more interesting and still be pop, you know, pop gems, but 
yeah, everything they're doing is is comp fits together perfectly. I feel like we've been covering like some like proto versions of this sound yes. Yes. and finally with Duran Duran's Rio it's realized. Yeah. It's like this is like this is it. This is what we've been trying to hone like but from 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 like Roxy music to Japan to to like like late like it late 70s Roxy to Japan like mm-hmm. Now we're in the 80s and Duran Duran's Rio, I feel like, is like the, the gem of the era. That, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have bands throughout these different eras. I mean, we might say like the Fleetwood Mac album Rumors or something mm-hmm. like that is like a culmination of all these different. There's all these different artists that were going for the same thing. Right. Maybe. Um, and this is the this is the realization of that. Michael Jackson, too, is I mean, that's a little bit different. But mm. there's yeah, there's all these different bands that. It's almost like they put a put a stamp and say, "This is it. This is like the new, the new best thing." Um, and especially for the new romantic movement, I mean, mm-hmm. who who wouldn't say Rio is has to be top three mm-hmm. of this this sort of a uh, movement? Robert Kreisgau, yeah, I, I guess <laughs> would one hundred percent say <laughs> that of, this album sucks. Speaking <laughs> of Kreisgau, did did, yeah. did you read his blurb? Oh God, his. Uh, like, I wrote it down. Uh, uh, please. Uh, Anglo disco at its most solemnly expedient. Wow. <laughs> Dazzling. He also uh, said, like, he tried to compare him to Flock of Seagulls, who he maintained had, like, better hooks. Hmm. Which I'm not going to lie. Like, hmm. Flock, of, that, that yeah. Flock of Seagulls record is a masterpiece. Yeah. Quite good. Um, but yeah, he, 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 he hated this. Mm. It's it. weird how you can how you can like lexicon of fucking love and then be like boo yeah, like, Rio lexicon of, uh, lexicon of love flock of seagulls but boo Rio like yeah. I, I would I would understand more if he didn't like any of it like Simon Laban must have like accidentally like shoulder bumped him like in you line at what? McDonald's and he dropped it his fries could have been <laughs> around this time it was becoming very Sire unfashionable suit. and these all of them were very gorgeous men. Oh, and yeah. they got a lot of shit for it mm. because they, people looked at them and said, teeny bopper band. They were on all the covers. Everybody was looking at them being like... All of those handsome tailors from Birmingham. Yeah. You know, that's related. what Ian said, though. Like, I talked to Ian about it earlier today, and I was like, you know, mm. Rio's awesome. Like, I was listening to Rio. It fucks. We're going to talk about it tonight. And he's like, I don't really like Rio. It's, like, too poppy for me. Well, it is pop. <laughs> I know. He said that. He said that. And I'm like, uh, okay, all right. Shots fired in my own home. But all right. But like, it's a, a gl- I'm glad that you brought that up, like Teeny Boppers, because that's how my like my husband thinks of them. Like, yeah. they're a pop band. I mean, he likes Duran Duran, but he's like, Rio's pop. Right. It's just Rio's too pop. popular. Did you play him the chauffeur? Because you should. Because yeah. then he'll be like, the fuck? Yeah, I'm going to tell him. I'm gonna, I've am i got a Rio song. Or i got a song for you. It's not from Rio. Yeah. Yeah. It's from Duran Duran. Listen to it. There's no shame in pop. Pop can be quality. Oh, yeah, can. I, uh, yeah, he's an old. He looks in. He's an old man, and he gets these rants, and it just wasn't important at the time. His my, blood sugar was low. My cheese steak was coming, and I just didn't want to talk about Rio. Um, I do think they also. I mean, they were right on the cusp of, uh, you know, MTV music videos. So mm. I think that might have had a slight backlash too, because you were getting the Rio video, you know, every day. It's like if you weren't into it. Then oh yeah, you were you were, you were rejecting it. Yeah, yeah you, you were one hundred percent like inundated. I forget if it was you, Rob, or you, Kyle, that brought this up in the chat specifically about that that video that was posted, but also just in general, all of Duran Duran are the bad guys from eighty ski movies. Yeah, you know, like that's exact like like with their floppy hair and their designer suits on their fucking yacht, yeah. like yeah. Th- 
that that video I showed you guys from 82, Simon Lebon is like jerking arrhythmically on stage with this like giant weird sweater. Big and shoulder like, pad white yeah. sweater. <laughs> first album were they more new romantic style yep yeah because yeah. they like they're, they're style by rio like they don't have the face paint they, they don't look like pirates they just look like dudes who fuck <laughs> they look like a bunch of tailors like designed their suits they look like a bunch of tailors are in the back that's why they yeah. brought all the tailors in <laughs> yeah. is they were like we have this vision and only you can make it possible that's it you, you hit it you guys want to know another dumb fun fact? Yes. Sure. Uh, John Taylor, uh, he was the model for Dante from uh, PS2's uh, Devil May Cry. Amazing. Wow. Awesome. wow. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Trivia. I love it. He's also the one that gets uh, sprayed in the face by the elephant trunk in the Hungry Like the Wolf video. Uh, the other guys in the band did not want to do it because they thought it would appear too homoerotic. And they said that John Taylor should do it because he was, they, they would always, he was like the pretty boy of a band of pretty boys. And so they would always give him a hard time. Like, like you're, you're the, you're the cover boy. You should do it. And he did. And his quote was like, oh yeah, it was awesome. It was like best day of my life. The elephant sprayed me. It was wonderful. I have awesome memories. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. That's how to be secure in your own masculinity enough to be able to take the opportunity of being sprayed by an elephant. Yeah. Speaking of John Taylor, he had only been playing bass for maybe three or four years, and what? he was writing wow. these fucking licks. What? Fuck yeah, that. He, he picked up the bass because he listened to Chic and was like, "I want to play the bass now." Yeah. Well, he listened to the right band to learn yeah. how to play bass. Yeah, like the this is just this is a very young human like coming up with these ridiculously good. Uh, I almost want to say grooves, but I feel yeah. uncomfortable with that word. Um, they're, they're syncopated riffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's rad. I'm yeah. grooving to it. I'm, I'll use the word. I'm grooving Thank to you. it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. And they eventually actually teamed up with Nile Rodgers uh, yep. uh, for the reflex, and that was their first number one single in the U.S. Yeah. So the, the, uh, the chic connection is there. And then Dude, I mean, yeah, the guitar playing... The Nile, I was going to bring up Nile Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, chic guitar playing, it fits right in with this. This is like a disco new wave band. Do you think, so they're both really influenced by chic. Do you think that Duran and Duran, Duran, Duran and Orange Juice ever ran in the same circles? Oh, I'm positive. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Birmingham's kind of a small town. I don't know if they're from the same town. No, kind of uh, town. Uh, Orange Juice is from Edinburgh, Scotland. Scotland. You know who they did tour with, though? 1982. Who's that? Blondie. Oh, Ooh, wow. Opening sure. act for Blondie. That would have been a cool show. It would have been a cool show. And Duran I'm, Duran or, or OJ? No, Duran Duran. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I'm positive that they got such... I think this band also probably jumped above a lot of other um, acts that were had been working for years because of the videos. I think the videos just propelled them 
into stardom. Yeah. You need uh, to film yourself on a yacht and then show it to the world. Yeah. And they're going to be like, this person's powerful. Have you not seen any of the videos for Sean Puffy Cones and the Notorious B.I.G.? <laughs> it's exactly what they fucking did. <laughs> they actually they dressed Notorious in designer clothing. Like, it's... I'd never... Oh my god, there's a parallel. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. If we're not doing any more Duran Duran records, do you guys have any other favorite Duran Duran records? Because I like Seven and the Ragged Tiger, I like Arena, and I like the Wedding Album. A whole bunch. I like the singles. Um, I don't really listen to much Duran Duran aside from this and the first record. And not because I'm actively avoiding it, it's just those are the ones that I had. Yeah. I'm not yeah. familiar with uh, any of their catalog after Rio other than singles. Yeah, same. Arena is a really good live record from 84. Okay. Had this, that crazy. Oh yeah, man, that record fucking yeah. rules. Yeah. Three years from this record coming out, they're doing the Bond theme for View to a oh, Kill. Oh, God, mm-hmm. that song rules so hard. I so love good. that song. <laughs> and, uh, is that the one with... Um, yes, it is. Christopher Walken <laughs> and... Uh, Grace yeah. Jones. Grace <laughs> Jones. movie's bonkers. It's, it's ridiculous. I love that movie so much. <laughs> what's, the, what's the song that, that you had on your Sing Star game, that Duran Duran ballad that we would always do? Um, Ordinary World? Yeah! yeah. That, yeah, that's the wedding that's record. Great. It's yeah. great. Uh, oh, I got one more fun fact. Uh, the music video that got Duran Duran attention the first time was Girls on Film. We already mm-hmm. discussed it a little because bit. But butts in it. It was directed by Kevin Godley and uh, Lowell uh, Cream. Oh, cool. And they're both from 10CC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they are also responsible for... Basically, every music video for every band that's coming up in the book for at least the next couple of years. The guys yes. from 10 CC, yeah, yeah, that's two what of they them. Did. They, they they bounced out and then started making uh making music videos. Huh. Hope yeah, you guys probably probably like what Peter Tork did uh, stateside. Yeah, I don't know what a Peter Tork is from the Monkees. I think he yeah. got involved in early music videos. Yeah, 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 probably. And Mike Ness also. I th- I think that's what I'm thinking. Mike Nesmith is that? Oh, I thought you said Mike Ness. No, I said Mike Ness, and then I was like, "I'm my I'm thinking Mike Nesmith because he produced Repo Man. I think he did yeah. produce Repo Man, and yep. he also produced. Uh, Kyle, what was the name of that uh, motorcycle movie where the kid travels back in time to the old west and then becomes his own like grandfather? You what the fuck are you talking to about? Hell? No, I'm not thinking of Straight to Hell. There is a Mike Nesmith production about a motorcycle that goes back in time. I'm not. I'm not talking about that Why weird George sound, Romero one. Why does this sound familiar the, to me? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking email us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what is this movie? That scratched not, a weird, forgotten part of my memory. I'm when sorry. Was <laughs> it Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance? <laughs> I wish it was Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Again, Chauffeur, like, seriously, one of my favorite songs of all time. That song uh, is astonishing. We used to cover it in Cat Casual, man. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Yeah. Is there a video of that up? Uh, There might be one on the YouTubes. I'll Hmm. I'll find it and send it to you. You'll be unimpressed. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, you pulled me on stage to do a karaoke to Hungry Like the Wolf one time. (laughs) That that tracks. That sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) But you didn't sing any of the lyrics. Just during the course, I was singing it. And I would say, strut on a line, and you would go, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's discord and rhyme. Oh! That was the only thing you sang. 
One time I went to Triangles, <laughs> R.A.P. And I don't know if anybody in this room has ever been to Triangles. Yep. I went there for Go-Go Boy Dancer Night. And uh, <laughs> they also happened to have karaoke at the same time. And uh, everyone was doing, like, kind of dumb, lame songs. And then I sang Girls on Film. And not to toot my own horn, but the crowd kind of went wild. Not because I was good, but because it was <laughs> Girls on Film. <laughs> did, did they scream, two minutes later? No, I had to scream two minutes later myself, unfortunately. Oh, you got to point the oh. mic at them. Yeah, I was. Is uh, that what he's saying? Dis- yeah. yeah. I never knew what he was saying, so yeah. jo- John Boggs knows this. I would always just, in my mind, go, macaroni! <laughs> <laughs> Girls on film, macaroni! I am going to start saying that, though. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I don't think we need to go around the room, right? No, this is a no. good one. I, I, would, re- I would recommend no. this. Positive. Yeah. Okay. This is a fun record. Deserves its place in the yeah. book. Yeah, absolutely. You should, yeah. you should be made to listen Even to this Even just for that pass. album art alone. I mean, Hot take. Yeah, Duran Duran. Gotta be in the book, so mm, yeah. Rio's totally. the yeah. obvious choice. That is the one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Cool. All right, next time we'll be talking about Violent Femmes. Violent Femmes. Thanks, y'all.